hang hang on a minute. Uh, I'm just staring out of the window. I'm watching a guy cut his hedge. Oh, and there's a woman pulling her bins out. It's bin collection day, and she's just pulling her bins out down to the the curbside. Oh, there's a cat. There's a cat. There's a cat. I can see a cat. It's walking across the room. <laughs> I should really be recording a podcast intro, shouldn't I? But I'm procrastinating. Yes, I am. Um, procrastination is the silent productivity killer. It can hold us back. It can add unnecessary stress to our lives. And when it hits our personal lives, uh, where there's not many deadlines, it can be devastating. So in this episode, we're going to try and conquer procrastination with Eric M. Twiggs. He's the author of The Discipline of Now, 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination. That's a tongue twister. And uh, the founder of the What Now movement. Uh, This chat will get you going, I promise you. Eric talks about what procrastination is, how it impacts our work and personal lives, and how we can start to overcome it. I really enjoyed talking with Eric, and I'm pretty sure you'll enjoy listening as well. Check out the links in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe to the pod. Let's get to it. Hi, Eric. Hi, John. How are we doing? Not bad. Thanks for doing this. I, I was I was sat here just, you know, wafting through my phone, just doom scrolling, just trying to while away the day. I don't want to do any work. I was procrastinating. <laughs> and then you came on. <laughs> <laughs> we all do it, don't we? I mean, even if we say we don't, we do. Yeah, there's a study um, from the University of Calgary that says 95% of the population struggles with procrastination. Now, I believe, John, that the other 5%, they haven't gotten around to completing the survey. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Um, I'll tell you what, let's get on with this. Um, Let me give you 30 seconds to um, tell everybody who you are and what you do starting about now. Okay, so I'm your procrastination prevention partner. I'm the author of The Discipline of Now, and I'm the host of the 30-Minute Hour podcast. So I help entrepreneurs to beat procrastinations so they can make more money, get more done, and feel more confident. I like the sound of that. Um, Give us a a link. ericmtwigs.com Fantastic. What I'll do is I'll stick a link in the show notes, so folks can. That was pretty good. That was that was that was good. That was thirty seconds. That was good. A little bit of pressure there. Um, why do we procrastinate? Why do we do it, Eric? I mean, we know we shouldn't be. When we, I mean, I, I was watching. Um, I was just watching the bin lorry collect the bins this morning outside my window. I don't know why I was doing that, Eric. I was just watching the guys collect the rubbish bins. Why do we do it? Why do we do it? <laughs> so the root cause of procrastination is discomfort. Mm. There's some level of discomfort that causes us to pause, that causes us to hesitate. And it could be as simple as I just don't like doing the task. Yeah. Right. I, I'm just going to put it off. I'm doing my taxes. I'm going to put it off as long as I can possibly, possibly can. Um, or it could be, you know, fear. Fear is, is typically the most common reason, but there's a multitude of reasons. But the root is there's something that we're discomfort. With, mm. There's a, a level of discomfort at the root that's keeping us from moving. There seems to be a lot of discomfort, doesn't there? Do you think most of our jobs nowadays are pretty crap? Yeah, it's just yes. I, I think the um, if you like if you look at the engagement surveys and, and most companies. Um, they're, they're low, 
Mm. Uh, so people don't like what they're doing. Um, and, and when you, so, so the first procrastination piece is when the alarm clock goes off and, <laughs> yeah. and you just repeatedly hit the snooze button, <laughs> yeah. right? Because you're not looking forward to going in uh, to the office or going into that work environment. Yeah. So yes, that, I think that's a, that can be a big part of it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why is it? Why? Why do you think that is? Do you think we're now in such companies and organizations and businesses, they work nowadays to such strict workflows and routines and checkboxes and ticks that that I believe we're not allowed to use our brains as much as we used to, say, 30, 40 years ago. Do you think there's something in that? Sure. I do think people are people are driven by a level of autonomy. Mm. Right. Feeling like they need to. Because you know, a lot of times we think it's all about pay. Yeah. You, you yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. You yeah, dangle yeah, the, yeah. You know, you dangle a carrot out. People are just going to do more. But a lot of times yeah. people want to have a level of control and a level of aut- autonomy um, on their work environment, what they do from a day to day basis. So if they feel like they don't have that, um, then, yeah, that, that it can impact the environment. The other thing is sometimes you can start working at a smaller company, right? Mm. Where it's, it's got that mom and pop feel. Yeah. And you can walk in and talk to the owner. And yeah. But then as things get bigger, and it's funny, yeah. uh, I had somebody on the, on my podcast who talked about this. Uh, a lot of times as companies grow, you start losing more of your good people. Sure. Because now it's more corporate. Now it's more policies and procedures. It's bigger. There's more people. So you're you're more of a number as opposed and you get and when it once it becomes a big corporate thing, it's much harder to just go walk into the office and talk to the to the founder or the owner. Yeah. And I think you feel more involved, don't you, when you're in a smaller company. You feel as if you're helping build the company, help to make the decisions. You you feel more involved, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah, you feel like you're you know, it, the saying is people support what they help to create. Yeah. Right? And so, yeah, if you're, the, your, your input is, is sought out because it's, it's much a small organization. They're trying to get to the next level. But, yeah, once you once you scale to a point, it, it's more about the processes, policies, procedures, yeah. following this protocols and everything yeah. else. And I think you're right about pay because I, I've spoken to people who are really, really, really well paid and they still yeah. hate what they do. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I've been in that boat. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So it's not just about pay. It's, it's, I suppose, in a way, it's, it's about almost feeling worthwhile of what you do. It's having some self-worth, I suppose. It's self-worth. And then, you know, all the studies will tell you that 75% of the reasons people leave organizations have to do with the boss mm. and, and not the job itself. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So that's yeah. the other piece of it. And when I was wafting through your website and all your all your bits and things, the word discipline screams loudly a lot. Um, do, do you think self-discipline is the key to conquering procrastination? Oh, it, it helps. That's mm. for sure. And I think self-discipline is something that can be developed uh, if you work at it. Like you see somebody that, you know, they... they, they do certain things. They just have certain habits, rituals, and routines. Hmm. And you think, well, I'm just not like that person. Yeah. Um, I, but I think you can acquire discipline. So you think it is a learned behavior? Yes, absolutely. 
Do you, th- do you think that not being self-disciplined is a learnt behaviour? Well, I'll say this. I, I think hmm. that there's always an, some certain things come easier to certain people. Yeah. Right. So certain people are just wired where they can pick up habits easier. Um, but for everybody, I think you do have to work at it. Yeah. Is that, I don't think it comes 100% natural. So uh, I do think that it's something that you, if you focus on, because really that's a key to freedom. When, when you can yeah. do what you need to do and, and you can do those things that you know you need to do, whether you feel like it or not. That's yeah. really the key to freedom. Because it is astonishing how much we can actually do in a day. Yes. I, I have days sometimes when I'm, you know, you know, you have those days when you're on a roll and, and everything's just flowing and everything's going and everything's working well and you finish at the end of it and you think to yourself, I have done so much today. This is incredible. Yeah, I think the key is really being able to prioritize. Mm. Right, because the, the problem isn't, always having too much to do it's really about not knowing what to do next yeah and i think if you're intentional with every day and you've got clear priorities and you and you see that you're accomplishing the priorities that you established for yourself during that day that that's what creates that feeling of flow that's what creates that feeling of confidence and that's what makes it less likely for you to procrastinate I ask the same three questions to everybody who comes on the podcast. And the first one is, um, what is your number one productivity tip? And it's probably about procrastination. But if you had to give kind of like one tip to everybody, what would it be? I would say to not allow perfect to become the enemy of progress. Oh, I like that. Because a lot of times we we look at uh, a big project and... We figure, well, I don't have all the details. I'm, I'm not an expert. Like, even if it's something like starting a podcast, mm. right? We look at, well, you know, I don't have the right microphone. And, mm. oh, I'm not a techie. Or I don't have all this. I haven't researched enough. And I don't know. So we don't. So the easiest thing to do is nothing. Yeah. Right? So re- what you really want to do is focus on what's the next step I can take. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can call somebody who's a successful podcaster. And then as you take each step, the next step reveals itself. So that that's really a key productivity. If you can just get out of this habit of trying to have all perfect information, one of the things in the military they teach you, and I've got friends and colleagues who are associated with Navy SEALs, and they mm. say that you have to, uh, they teach you that you have to be able to, uh, you have to be able to move forward with imperfect information. Yes. Which, which says, then they say that best case scenario you'll have 70% of what you need to know. Yes. At that best case scenario. So most of the time it's less than that. So they train you and they focus, help you to focus on moving forward, even though you don't have perfect information. And I think that's critical for everybody. Yeah, yeah. And I think understanding that is important as well, isn't yes. it, that you don't need it all. So, so you think perfection is a kind of like a form of procrastination? It's really stalling in disguise in many yeah. cases. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Say, oh, well, I can't start because I've got to do research and I've got to call this. Pro- I got to do this. I got. It's really there's some things you can do. There's a step you can take right now to get this moving. Yeah, absolutely. Do, do you think social media kind of like draws us into this perfection world a little bit too much? Well, I think because 
yeah, you see these uh, comparisons. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, like, when you, if you look at social media, if it, it feels like every every person's child is on the honor roll. Everybody just got a new BMW. Everybody's an entrepreneur with a <laughs> yeah. nine-figure business. Yeah. So you think, well, you know, look, I'm not, I'm not like Joe. I just saw his his feed. You know, he's got it together. I don't have it together like that. Yeah. But that's that's not a realistic picture. Sure. Yeah. And if we're striving to to get that, then we can just basically just carry on striving forever because we'll 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 never get there. We'll never be perfect. No. Mm, no. Absolutely. So. Explain to me how procrastination, kind of at work, can can slow us down. What what problems do you think we can we can find if we do procrastinate too much? Well, see, the thing is, procrastinate it's a silent killer hmm. because you feel like you're getting away with it because a lot of times there isn't an immediate consequence. Sure, like it's not like you you put off preparing your presentation and then all of a sudden the procrastination police comes and bangs your door down and arrests you. you know, there's, so you feel like you're getting away with it. And then let's say you do the presentation and then people afterwards are telling you, oh, wow, great job, Eric. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. So now you start telling yourself, oh, I work better under pressure. I just need to yeah. wait to the last minute every time. But what you don't see is that your presentation would have been much better if you had started earlier. Yeah. You know, it, you would have really added more value if you would, would have started earlier. So you missed that opportunity. You could have taken yourself to the next level. It could be the difference between, hey, nice job, or hey, want to talk to you about this promotion. Yeah. And the other thing too, where, where it hurts you is, I've, I've always, you've probably seen this too. Uh, there's always that one person in, in a work environment who is branded by their procrastination. Yes, yes. They're the late guy. Like, you know for a yeah. fact, you would bet your house that if the meeting starts at 9 o'clock, Joe's going to come in at 9.05 yeah. looking disheveled. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. And, but what happens is when, when it comes time to make decisions about promotions and things like that, no one ever says, hey, what about that guy in accounting who's always late? Yeah. No. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And I suppose the big problem is when there isn't a deadline because then the procrastination can last forever. You think you've got plenty of time, you'll just... But but the key is that you can set up artificial deadlines for yourself. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But if you were looking at something like I want to go for a promotion or something, there's no real deadline for going for a promotion. You you go for a pro, you could try and get a promotion like I don't know this week, next week, in six months' time, in a year's time, you you could you could apply for for promotion or something. But but if there's no deadline, that that could just keep going on and on and on, and you never get promoted. Yeah, if you're not intentional, it, mm. it'll go on and on. But I just believe in a work environment, you have to you have to treat every opportunity like it's an audition for your next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm telling you, John, you've seen this. <laughs> you never know who's watching you. Sure. Yes. And you're always amazed yes. when you find out after the fact. Yes. Uh, hey, I've been having my eye on you all this time. Yes. So you all, even if you don't really like your job, yeah. I think you, you have to go in because you just never know who's watching. Yeah, I, I, you're absolutely right, because the, there could be opportunities there, couldn't there? Right. Like, I, I, I remember years ago, I was um, working in a, a retail environment, and um, I got approached with an opportunity from mm. somebody 
who worked for, with another company hmm. who came in and he told me, hey, you know, I've, I've watched you several, every time I come in, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing this. Now, if I had just mailed it in, yeah, yeah I would have missed out on an opportunity and he would have never said anything. He would have never said, hey, Eric, you're mailing it in. But he, would have, he would have never come up to me. Yeah. So yeah. there's always those opportunities. I think you just have to, that's why you always have to bring your A game uh, because you just never know who's watching. You, you always want to, like in the sports world, they say, you always want to put good film out there. You always yeah. want to put good yeah. film on tape. Yeah, it's it's funny you mention that because I remember back many, 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 many years ago and when I was a lot younger, um, I was working in the radio industry and I was one of those really irritating people that I would turn up like an hour, hour and a half before I was due to start work and I'd start prepping things because I, I just enjoyed doing that. And, and I remember being there one day and there was a TV producer there and just because I was there early, they asked me if I wanted to try out for a... A TV show, and I I mm. did that, and I could. But I, if if I'd have just been that, like many of the other folks who worked there, just turned up five minutes before they should have should have turned up, I, I'd have missed that opportunity. For sure, and, and it's funny. Like I have this habit. Like if I'm doing a um, like a trade show event, let's say, and I I'm, yeah, uh, and I've got my books out, and, and I'm talking to people. You know, I my goal is to be the la- the last person standing. Right? Yeah. And it, it drives my wife crazy because sometimes she says, well, why don't you just come home, Eric? You know, you don't have to stay to the very end. Yeah. But what happened is, you know, I, I, I saw people, I was at one event, I saw people packing up and leaving. And I just stayed to the very, very end. And like three minutes before it was officially ending, someone came up to me, took my business card, mm. and it led to a whole series of speaking engagements in the real estate industry. Yeah. And if I if I had just said, oh, you know, I'm just going to pack it in and I would have missed out. Yeah, because most of the most important conversations happen after the show. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Um, so procrastination in our personal life. So leave work aside slightly. If we're procrastinating our personal this can be devastating, can't it? It can. So, so the key thing is, is about awareness. Mm. And so... I have yet to meet someone who procrastinates in every aspect of their life. Right. right? I do. I, now I meet people who they're on point at work, but they procrastinate at home in their personal life or they're on point at home. They get the kids off their own schedule, but then they procrastinate at work. So the key is really just knowing, knowing your patterns. Mm. And, and then so when you know that, Hey, I have a tendency to put things off at home and you know that, Hey, this, this could drive my spouse crazy. <laughs> um, you know, I can I can start to make adjustments, but I think the key is really becoming aware where you're procrastinating. Then, then you can put the plan in place. So, you think procrastination is in certain topics of our life? Do you think we're, we're all kind of like have certain areas where we procrastinate, and other areas we're great? Yes, yes. I think there's you know procrastination is context based. And, and and how how would we kind of identify that? Do you think? Well, just start paying attention. Mm. Start paying attention to. I mean, I've had um, clients where they have like a little timesheet when they and they start looking at mm. how they're spending mm-hmm. their time yeah, and yeah. what they're doing. Uh, that and that's that's been illuminating. <laughs> when, yeah. when they start to see certain periods of time where they're not being as productive, uh, and then when you start to peel back the onion. You start to, to notice certain things. But yeah, so that I think having a coach or a mentor outside of your that, that can kind of take that outside look 
and, and point these things out to you, that helps as well. It's scary, isn't it, when you do that time tracking thing? It's oh, scary it as hell. It is. So the second question I ask everybody is, um, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? It could be life advice, could be productivity advice, something from a mentor or, you know, what do you think? Well, my mom, I, w- I would go back and she would always say this whole thing of birds of a feather flock together. Right? Mm. She would always say that. Yeah. And I just find that to be more and more true. And I think you really have to pay very close attention to your associations. Right. You And I always say, if you spend enough time with three chronic procrastinators, you will be the fourth. Right. Uh, it's just, just a matter of time. Uh, you, you, I think you want to pick, you you want to pick a group that's advanced, that's that they've achieved a lot of the things that you aspire to, yeah, and they'll 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 motivate you to catch up to their level. So I, I think you just have to really be careful with your associations. I think that that's such, and I think people are so unaware. Yeah. When, when it comes to that. Because the energy spreads, doesn't it? Whether it's negative energy or positive energy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and if you're hanging around with folks who make you feel bad, make you feel down, negative, that is going to going to you know, find its way into other aspects of your life, I suppose, isn't it? It will. And and they'll plant that that's the people that will just plant that seed of doubt. So if you mm. say, yeah, I, you know, I'm thinking of starting a podcast and Mm. Oh, well, yeah, you know, the, the podcasting market is saturated, blah, mm. blah, 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 blah. Hey, I'm thinking of writing a book. Well, you know, uh, you've never been good in English and da 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 You have to watch that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I remember my nan used to, used to have exactly that same phrase, birds of a feather flock together. I remember her saying that. So, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, wise women, definitely. For sure. Absolutely. So, so how do we solve this problem of procrastination, Eric? How do we how do we solve it? Where do we start? Well, again, I think it starts with awareness. Mm. Start paying attention to your patterns. Uh, when do you find yourself procrastinating uh, the most? Uh, and, and then start putting a plan in, in place to Im- improve that. Like, like, start looking at what the cost, right? Mm. Because again, it, it's a hidden. Uh, it's a silent killer a lot of times. Yeah. So really thinking about what 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 is this potentially costing, uh, and and then sometimes you have to understand that just because something has to be done, it doesn't mean that you have to be the one to do it. So so look at it. Is is that something that you can delegate? So if you're if you're procrastinating on scheduling certain tasks, hmm. or you know, let's say you have, again go back to the podcast, you 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 put off you know, sending out schedules and things like that. Yeah. Maybe you need to bring on a virtual assistant. Yeah. That can handle that for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that that's the key. It's really about heightening your, heightening your awareness to when you're procrastinating, uh, what you're procrastinating on, and looking at it. Is it something that you, that you really have to do, or can you pass that on and, and it still gets done? Yeah. It's it's something which I've heard many many times because because like the focus of the podcast is is kind of looking at the hol- holistic nature of of productivity and how yes. how almost every aspect of your life affects how productive you are as a person yes. and and self awareness is one of the things that a lot of people say why do we find it so hard to be self aware 
I, I just think people don't slow down for long enough. I think there's so mm. many distractions. There's so many, you know, you're getting 150 plus emails. You yeah. Know, you've got the social media pings. So I, I don't think people really stop, slow, slap, slow down and think. So the typical person, when they first wake up in the morning, they're, they're, on, they're checking their phone. Yeah. So now their agenda is dictated by a message they get from somebody else. Yeah. As opposed to really, I think most, very few people are very intense, are, are intentional to the point where they have time, quiet time to think. Um, and, and then also, again, I think it goes back. It helps to have mentors, coaches, mm. uh, people that can bring awareness to how exactly you're showing up yeah. and, and kind of making you aware of your patterns. Do, do you think we should all kind of get into that situation where we where we think a little bit more deeply about what we're doing during the day, during the week, during our lives? 100%. I think it helps. I think also it helps to start with gratitude. Mm. Start thinking about what's going well because we're, we're wired mm. to be negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Our brain is all, always scanning the environment for threats. Yeah. And, but we, so that funny thing, like I'll ask, uh, people I coach, I'll say, Hey, so tell me about your wins. Yeah. Spoke last. And sometimes they, they just, they have nothing. It's like, yeah, I don't have any wins. What are you talking about? What is a win? Uh, uh. Yeah. But when you, when you get in the habit of really focusing on what's going well, when you get in the habit of focusing on what you're grateful for, it, it shifts your perspective. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and it gets you, puts you in a better mood. And by the way, if you are in a, a negative, pessimistic mindset, you're going to be more likely to procrastinate. Yeah. I spoke to somebody a few weeks ago who said, write down all your successes on a piece of paper and pin it on yes. the wall. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. And even if you, like I, I have people write, they create what's called a win log, where yeah. they write down the wins. Yeah. So, so and then when you're having, if you're having a challenging day, you can look back at all your wins. And you know yeah. that it's not just, it's not all doom and gloom, that the, things are actually going well. We just need to keep moving for, forward with a positive mindset. Yeah. So I suppose we could procrastinate by reading your book, couldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> tell, me, tell me a bit about the book. How did you come to, to kind of like, what, what made you write it? Well, it was actually out of frustration because a lot of the books I was seeing, it was a lot of the same information. Yeah, it was a lot of okay. You don't check your email before noon. <laughs> yeah. You gotta get up at four in the morning. Oh, okay. Yeah, you gotta be the early bird. You got yeah, a lot of those types of things, and that I, I don't think that works for everybody. No, God no. That's far too early in the morning, and and I'm not hitting the gym at that time of the morning. Or no. Yeah, so so I think man, people get discouraged because they're not wired that way. Yeah, but so I, I wanted to create something that could help anybody uh based off of you know and I, I go into like different personality types and how to overcome procrastination based on that um and we you know we talk about circadian rhythm which you know some people are morning people naturally yeah yeah you know, there's some people more of a a, a night owl and, and so the solution is really to try to schedule your high priority activities during the times of day when you have the most energy so, so it's really this. This is a tool to really help meet you where you are, and, and give you uh, some tools and steps that help you move forward. Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose the 
the final question I've got to ask you is what is your secret procrastination? What what you've got to have one. <laughs> you must. <Something> I, <laughs> you know what it is? This is going to sound bad. The, the whole Christmas shopping thing. Oh, yeah. It's, I just don't like the mall, that, that whole thing. <laughs> and the whole idea that, okay, here's this holiday time, so you just got to spend all this money on everybody. And this, you know. So I don't really like the whole process, honestly. <laughs> so, I'm with so, you. So my tendency is to put it off, but, you know, I've got a 10 and a 13-year-old child, so that <laughs> that could be problematic, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that could create challenges, so... Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So I try to even I try to even set up systems around that, like cer- certain things, getting them online ahead of time, and yeah. But that that's that's my thing there. Yeah, I mean we're recording this in October, and I'm I've already bought a couple of presents for my kids because like I again I hate going as soon as sort of like middle of November comes along, you're not getting me in a shop. <laughs> it's like packed out absolutely i like that um so eric th- th- listen thanks for your time um really appreciate it. Where, where can we find your book where can we find you G- give us your yeah, go to my book. website ericmtwigs.com you can pick up the discipline of now 12 practical principles to overcome procrastination it's in paperback ebook uh, and audio format fantastic did you did you do the audio thing yourself i did i that, did i i how did you find that? Was it was it good fun to do? It, well, it was more challenging than I thought. Mm, it's hard, because, isn't it? Like if you if you breathe at the wrong point, the microphone picks that up. It's yeah. It's a lot of little details. Yeah. If you don't think about, because I think, oh man, I present all the time. This will be a piece of cake. Yeah. But yeah, it was a lot more challenging. I'm glad I went through the experience. Yeah. So the next time, I I, I would probably plan differently. Yeah, I remember years ago getting hired to do a, an audio book, and it was one of the most difficult things I've ever done in my life. It yeah. was it's so hard. Yeah, completely different. Um, Eric, I'm going to leave some links in the show notes so folks can tap on those and get your book and go and have a look at your website. Um, thanks for your time. Really appreciate it. Thanks, John. This has been fantastic. Thanks again to Eric for his time. Don't forget to check out all the links in the show notes. Subscribe to the pod on Spotify, Apple, everywhere else. Just search for the Triple T Productivity Podcast. Thanks for listening.